<laughs> Welcome to Gutter Trash episode 375, The Vision. My name is Eric. And I'm Jason. Howdy, Jason. What's up, sir? No, not too much. Yeah, just enjoying this uh, humid day we've got going here in nope. Dayton. No, yeah. I am not. Uh, it's a little thick. Yeah. No. <clears throat> I am... Not enjoying summer. It's not even summer yet. Yeah, we're still uh, two or three weeks away from summer. Yep. But, um, yeah, me and you are kind of the same ilk where we prefer the colder weather. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So we're off to Canada. <laughs> yep. For multiple reasons. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we'll just tell them at the border it's because of the weather. <laughs> It's not because we've committed murders and we're running. Right. Well, we haven't. Oh, oh yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Establishing an alibi. Smart yeah. move. Yeah. 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 Uh, can you confirm this, that we haven't committed murders? I can confirm this. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Vision. The Vision. He's a he's a Marvel character. That he is. You know they they make those movies with Marvel characters now. They they do. Yeah. He's even a character in those movies. He's been in the movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, played by Paul Bettany. Oh really? See, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So other than Ultron and Infinity War, has he been in any movies? Uh, and uh, Civil War. Oh, was he in Civil War? Okay. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that one yet. Okay. Yeah. I gotta say, I didn't really care for him in Infinity War. I thought he was like the least likable character, including all of the hundreds of minions that attacked the Wakandans. Well, I mean, he was incapacitated through most of it. Yeah. I mean, he had a few lines. Though. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know. He was just kind of he was kind of worthless in that. Yeah. Movie. Oh, sure. Like he was cool in Ultron. Yeah. But, yeah. but, yeah, didn't really care for him in Infinity War. No. I remember that he was in Civil War. I don't remember much of what he did in Civil War, other than he was on Iron Man's team. Right. Yeah, I think. <laughs> Wait, I can't remember. <laughs> Maybe he was on Cap's team. Hmm. I think he was on... I, I don't know. I'll, we'll have to watch it together. Yeah. I, I could uh, could use a, a rewatch of that. I could use not going home uh, too early tonight. <laughs> My wife is binge watching a TV show I have no interest in tonight. Sure, all right. So I could skip it. <laughs> Sounds fun to me. <laughs> all right. I mean, I'll have to ask permission, of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so your wife just tells you what to do. Oh, well, doesn't doesn't everyone's? No. No, she's actually uh, pretty cool about me uh, spending my time with comic booky things, yeah. which is pretty great. Yeah. Does uh, does does she constantly refer to you as husband? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> so so in a way, like you actually have a lot in common with uh, I do this book. I do. Yeah. Right. I'm pretending to be a normal human living. <laughs> You know, and our regular house that's not weird with, with, you know, robot children. Yeah, yeah. Two, 
two robot two children. Two robot children. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and, and, and that, uh, you know, you created your wife. That's right in my library. Uh, against, uh, everybody's, uh, better judgment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, honestly, I hadn't thought about that, but part of what I, spoiler, do like about this book might be that my life did drastically change last year. Yeah. And, like, I am, like, all of a sudden, like, for the first time ever, like, I'm, you know, I have a house and a family and a wife, and that is kind of strange for the vision as well. Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, you know, he's been with Scarlet Witch, but this is this whole settling down family style thing. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. And plus, you know, you can become intangible or as dense as a diamond. Oh, yeah, I can manipulate time when I eat from the Everbloom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I like to play my, uh, vibranium, uh, coiled grand piano sometimes. That's <laughs> what they say about you. It's actually a vibranium keyed Casio, uh, guitar. <laughs> uh, it's pretty great. It was a, it was a gift from, um, um, Paste Pot Pete. <laughs> no Avenger would give up a guitar. <laughs> They're all just waiting for the uh, the great uh, flock of seagulls uh, revival. <laughs> it's gonna be big. Yep, it's gonna be big. And we were here on the ground floor, I and mean, we got the bumper stickers, tattoos, <laughs> face tattoos. In your case, well, sure. I thought it was a little overzealous, but you, you went know, for it. I've always said that uh, you know, there's there's nothing in the world that I love enough to really ever get a tattoo of, except, except flock, flock of, seagulls. of seagulls. That's right. You always say that. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're gonna go big, go home. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you got to. <laughs> it's a flock, man. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So the vision. This is weird because we. Uh, I I chose the first volume of the vision, and you said, "Well, hey, it's only two volumes. You want to read the whole thing? Yeah. It's not really that much longer." So, I mean, is this the first time we've read two volumes of something for a review? Um, I, think I mean, we've so. read bigger I mean, books, like we read Black Hole, which is like eight times the length of this kind right. of, but which is weird because they're both twelve issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, it's a shittier paper. Yeah, possibly. That, uh, I mean, the Marvel book. I mean. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we read all twelve issues of All Star Superman. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. So, so we've read some some longer works in, in the past. Yeah. Uh, it's not. Often, but we've done it. Our attention span is really, uh, yeah. So what were we? We're talking about the vision? I, I forget. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but yeah. Yeah, the vision. So this is the first thing I've read by uh, a writer who everybody is kind of praising a lot right now. Sure. Tom King, is that his name? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I was thinking Carrie King I was like, that's not right. <laughs> I was like, it's not Carrie. Yeah. It, it is Tom King, uh, making a name for himself over at, uh, the DC Comics. Yeah. Now he's exclusive there, I hear. Yeah. Uh, I believe he was in the middle of writing The Vision when he signed an exclusive over at DC. Ooh, is that a breach of contract? Uh, the, I guess apparently he was allowed to finish, finish up The yeah. Vision, yeah. 
so I am not sure if, you know, this book basically got canceled because of that, or if, like, you know, there was just like, I mean, I guess he clearly had a 12 issue arc in mind. Right. There could have been more, though. Right. If he, if maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, I know that this book got a lot of praise when it was coming out. Um, and I, you know, just ignored it. Uh, but then I think I bought the first trade pretty cheap, like a couple bucks at a show or whatever. And, uh, decided, you know, you know, it's only two volumes, might as well just buy both of them, Mm -hmm. you know, get the full complete story. And then they sat in my box for forever. Right. Uh, and then, yeah, Tom King, uh, made his name, uh, doing, uh, he's currently the writer on Batman. Uh, and I remember reading his first issue of Batman and, uh, deciding that it was decidedly not for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which is weird, and and I'm sure we'll we'll talk about it, uh, especially in relation to this book. But then uh, the he he was also currently doing the Mister Miracle, yeah, uh, twelve issue series over at DC as well, which I have read parts of. I've read at least the first four or five issues, and uh, it is pretty spectacular. Yeah, uh, and and. There does feel to be some some thematic through lines between this book and that book as well. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I've only read the first issue of Mr. Miracle thus far, but... Yeah. Uh, and uh, I've also heard good things about his Omega Men series, also 12 issues. Yeah, so that's not the one that, like, Feral Bellrimple did, is it? No. Okay. That is Omega the Unknown. Okay. Yeah, that's the Marvel book. Yes. Okay. Which also has uh, somewhat of an appearance in this book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was getting confused. There. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Omega Men is a uh, DC book. It's got the cool-looking, like, propaganda-type yeah, covers, covers. Yeah. Uh, which I recently bought that whole series. So, you know, look forward to reading those at some point for much good things. Sweet. Uh, I know... Uh, Mr. King is is quite a fan of a, a nine panel grid. Yeah. Uh of which this book has a few, but uh it's it's not as uh it's not adherent to it. Yeah. yeah, Mr. Miracle is pretty much all nine yeah. panel. Yeah. yeah. Um and also he's got a Vertigo series that he did, uh, Sheriff of Babylon. Yeah, with, I've heard uh, that's good too. Yeah. Uh I've, I've recently purchased the the hardback of that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm like all of a sudden curious about his other work because I've noticed his name a lot and I've just never really, other than that first issue of Miracle Man, I've never read anything else by him. And now. Mr. Miracle. Or yeah, Mr. Miracle. Um, Don't worry. I fucked that up <laughs> all the goddamn time too. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so now I'm, yeah, I, so I really, really enjoyed the vision. I thought it was great. Uh, yes. So yes. I, I really want to read some more of his stuff. Um, absolutely. Um, so I think you and I both have very similar tastes, I think, when it comes to superheroes in general. Right. Like, we, we both prefer, you know, a lot more lighthearted, kind of fun, you know, superhero fare. Uh, this book is not. It's not that. Nope. No. 
but it is still exceptional. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, cause, cause when you can do dark drama and do it well in a superhero story, it, you know, can be amazing. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and also, there's, you know, sort of the aspect to this that it's barely a superhero story. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it stars a superhero and yeah. he's in it a lot. Sure. But it's and not Occasionally really... he'll do a superhero thing. Very rarely. But yeah. yeah like, but it's like, in there. Like, as a, like, you know, as an aside to, to the rest of the story. Right. Uh, it's mostly a fam, a very dark, Family drama. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that just happens to have robots. And, and, uh, and background heroes. Yeah. 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 Um, so basically the vision is, is an Avenger who, uh, you know, was created by Ultron to betray the Avengers or, or to infiltrate and betray. And he basically gained enough sentience to fight against his programming and he joined the Avengers. Yeah. And uh you know, throughout his very convoluted history, he, you know, at one point fell in love and uh, married the Scarlet Witch and and had kids sort of. Yeah. <laughs> uh which was retconned away in a John Byrne uh run of uh, West Coast Avengers back in the eighties. Uh, which, which has fueled a lot of, uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision stories since then. Right. Uh, and, and it even comes into play here occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. She appears a couple yeah. times in the series. Uh, so, uh, so this series basically Vision decides that, uh, he wants to live like a normal human with a normal human family. Uh, so he creates, uh, a wife and two children. And, uh, they moved to a house in the suburbs in Virginia. Yeah. Uh, and, but they are all super powered, you know, androids. Yeah. And he, he kind of has a day job. He's kind of a liaison between the Avengers and just the U.S. government. Yes. Um, so whenever there's something wrong, there's reports. He, he, he like kind of handles, you know, the transition between what the government wants and needs and what the Avengers want and need to do. Right. Uh, and, uh, and then he, uh, the kids go to school and the wife is, is just a housewife. Uh, her name is, uh, ironically also Virginia. Yeah. Uh, and the kids are Vin and Viv. Um, and, uh, and then things go horribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like right from the jump. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're like a page in and you're like, wait a minute, this is gonna be super dark because they've already told me through narration that this is going to be super dark by the end of the story. Yeah, the the very first characters that we see are like their neighbors, and we are told right off the bat that they will die. Yeah, by the hand of one of the visions. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, like through narration. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, so things things go awry pretty quickly. Yes. And then uh, like a very dark murdery, violent episode of Three's Company. Uh, the rest of this series plays out as just sort of a series of misunderstandings and horrible wackiness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, there's a couple of coincidences that happen that end up resulting in really, yeah, dark results. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it's so well written. Yes, it it's, is. It's like, like it's even describing the story doesn't necessarily. It'd be like to me, it'd be like describing Twin Peaks. Like, hey, there's a there's a murder and they're trying to figure out what happened, and that's it. Yeah, you know, but I mean, that is the very basic plot of Twin Peaks. Yeah, but but there's <laughs> it's. Like written in such a way that's so unique yep. that, you know, you're just drawn in and like, you know, you really, I don't know, you, you really are just like treated to the way it's written. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we can both obviously safely say we both loved this book mm-hmm. and we would both highly recommend it. And it is definitely something you need to experience in order to get why it's so good yeah you can't just say like oh there's like you know i mean the art's really great and sure like you know and, and like it's well paced and everything but yeah it's like you just have to immerse yourself in it it's not just like one thing that happens it's uh it's just the way every piece falls into place and right. it's so well, well it done. is very masterfully done uh the way that it's uh, sort of written in in circles almost like things loop back to the beginning, you know, oh, over yeah. and over again, and then we keep, you know, there's stuff that just keeps happening, you know, or, or at least keeps getting mentioned or brought up that, yeah. that all plays into just like, like repetitious themes that yeah, that just I don't know. I feel like I'm using buzzwords here. Repetitious themes that <laughs> strengthen the narrative, but I mean, it it it, but it, it is. is. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Um. And so, it, it kind of reminds me, so, like, I know a lot of times when people describe something as Orwellian, what they're really saying is there's a Big Brother-like presence in it. Yeah. Um, I don't feel that, really, in this book, um, but it reminds me a lot of the way George Orwell writes, mm-hmm. like, just kind of dark and slow, but, like, super well thought out and mm-hmm. methodical, and, and there's even, like, <clears throat> always just a glimmer of hope. Like, it even ends, like... On sort of a, kind of a upswing, like there's yeah, a, like a little positive note. Sure, um, like at least at least you're like like I kind of the last page of it, I was surprised that I was kind of like oh right yeah like, yeah, <clears throat> which you didn't really feel like that was gonna happen. No, um, I mean, there. Not that I want to give away what happens, you know, uh, especially towards the end, but. Because a lot happens. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> um, but it's like, they're, like, in the last page or so, like you said, there's, like, that little glimmer of hope and just sort of that almost seed of redemption. But at the same time, like, I do not feel like it's warranted. It's not going to turn out well. Either. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know it's not going to turn out well. Uh... And, like, I know, like, you know, uh, you know, one of the characters, you know, has, is now in, like, the Champions comic that Mark okay. Wade writes, and I'm sure Vision is all over the Avengers. You know, I don't particularly, re- have not read the Avengers in, in quite a while, so I don't know for sure, but, you know, I don't know exactly what happened to that character once this book was done. Right. You know, uh, but, but, yeah, I guess I can safely say that uh, you know, not all the characters make it out. 
Nope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Just shit gets dark. Yeah. Shit gets real, and, real dark. And, and like you said, you mentioned earlier, usually if, if you had described like, if you had told me like, Hey, read the superhero book, it gets so dark. I'd be like, Nope. Already not interested. Right. Yeah. But I would have made a mistake if I would have said that about this book. Like, yeah. usually I'm right to say that <laughs> because, because people get so excited about how dark and brooding and violent superhero books get, and I just usually don't fucking care. Right. But this one is so well done. It's beautiful. Like, the art is great. Yeah. The story is so well done. I, I, it's like seriously one of the best books I've read in a long time. Yeah. Same. Um, and, you know, for 12 issues and, and there is like a lot of narration and a lot of, you know, literary stuff like happening within the pages yeah. uh but it's still a quick read yeah oh yeah like like you texted me monday i think or tuesday you're just like hey i just finished the first volume you know if i can finish the second you know by thursday you want to record yeah and i was like shit i haven't <laughs> even started right and like that afternoon like i started reading it and he's read them both and yeah, like I read a, right. like both volumes within like the span of a day. Yeah, I read the first trade in one sitting, and yeah. then and then last night I texted you and was like, "Hey, it doesn't look like I'm gonna have it read by right. tomorrow." And then I texted you this afternoon and was like, "I read it all." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, once you sit down and start either one of these trades, y- you will read the entire trade. Oh yeah, like, you get sucked in. Yeah, like, pretty hardcore. Um, and yeah, just every character just is so well written uh you know and and the fact that you know four of them are robots yeah you know the fact that they all have their own distinct personalities and and uh you know mannerisms it's just so well put together oh yeah oh yeah um although i did have a slight bit of a disconnect um I'm a I'm a fan of the television program uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, okay. And uh, every time that I read Vision himself, like I heard uh, Captain, the character <laughs> of Captain Holt, uh, his voice, uh, which is very monotone and proper, and you know he uses proper grammar throughout every right. you know, and and just keeps a cold steady tone every time he speaks and that is the only thing i heard every time i heard heard. red vision you know i I didn't yeah i didn't hear you (laughs) i didn't imagine any voices to any of them um so yeah so so we've talked a lot about tom king uh which uh i guess an interesting aspect of him is that he, he is a former uh, CIA spy. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> yeah. I read the little like thing at the end of the book. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I, I own the two trade paperbacks, and then I, I think I mentioned last episode uh, about a couple months ago, uh, Marvel, Amazon, whatever, went batshit crazy and put up, like, hundreds of, like, trades and graphic novels for like 99 cents each and they had the complete series uh you know on uh comiXology uh they had the the complete vision series for 99 cents which is all 12 issues and it's like the director's cut so it has oh behind the scenes it has like all the behind the scenes stuff like commentary the scripts 
uh, you know, the pitch, uh, like all the sketches and everything. So like I kind of glanced through those, uh, digitally and, and lent you the, uh, the trades. Um, but, uh, the art though, uh, Gabriel Walter, I believe his name is. It sounds right. I can't remember. Um, I was unfamiliar with the artist before. Yes. Gabriel Hernandez Walter. And then uh, issue seven is done by uh, Michael Walsh, but uh, Gabriel Walter does uh, the rest of the series. Uh, and like looking at both of their art, like it was actually hard to yeah tell the difference. Right. Yeah. Usually, I don't like that when you're like, especially something like this that's <clears throat> one complete story. Yeah. But yeah, I couldn't really, I couldn't really tell. Uh, but even issue seven, I think, is the one. It's the Scarlet Witch issue, isn't it? Uh, where it's like, yeah. So I mean, even it's, then, it has like a different like, tone oh, yeah. than the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I really like his artwork. It's really good. Yeah, uh, it has a very Guy Davis yeah, type of style that's to exactly it. Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not as, like, crazy, maybe. It's, like, no, little yeah. reined in, but, yeah. Yeah, maybe, like, Guy Davis and John Byrne had a little art baby. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, when you say that, does not sound like anything that I'd be interested <laughs> in, but, yeah, it yeah. works. Yeah, because yeah. it's, like, real, it's, it's like, kind of has, like, that house style from the 80s, but, like, with, like, a sketchiness to it. Yeah. So. I think it looks awesome. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, I was, I was really impressed and yeah, I don't know what else he's worked on or what else he's done, but, uh, you know, I was, I was very impressed with, with, uh, the art in this book. Uh, and it suits it entirely, you know, cause it's, it, it allows for darkness, but it also, it has a very, Not colorful or clean, but like very, like it suits the the setting of the the story, which yeah, is you know right suburban like suburban daytime, right. you know everyday people living, right. but you know like but can also give way to just the horrible things that happen within right. the story. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, the motifs are. Are, you know, largely, um, this family is, I mean, a little strange and like the neighbors realize they're kind of celebrities. So they're like, they're not only taking selfies with them, but sometimes they're just like taking pictures of them as if they're like animals at a zoo. Right. Like, like while they're just staring at them doing their yard work, like kind of rudely taking pictures of them. And, uh, and so, but the visions, you know, besides being robots and sort of celebrities, they're just trying to fit in and be normal. Right. And, it's like, yeah, kind of like a David Lynch style thing again, where it's set in this really normal sort of town or like neighborhood, but there's these strange people just, you know, I don't know, trying to fit in unsuccessfully. Yeah. I mean, the jet powered floating mailbox probably doesn't help much. Right. Yeah. It seems like I'm surprised they did that because everything else seems like they're trying to fit in as normal as they can. Right. But they have like this. I mean, I've seen some pretty ridiculous mailboxes well, in my sure. neighborhood. Like, there's one that's like a fish, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, um, that is a little strange. Yeah, that was weird. 
Um, but, you know, and then also, you know, they once, you know, they're also kind of feared by people as well. And then, uh, they, uh, you know, get their house, you know, graffitied, you right. know, cause, cause they're just, you know, some people think that they're just freaks. Yeah. You know? Uh, which kind of are. Oh, no, they're, they're, they're different. Sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've all had neighbors that we don't. <laughs> did I tell the story about my neighbor on here last week? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, did I tell you the story about my neighbor? Uh, if it's a recent one, I, I don't believe I've heard this. Okay, okay. well, I'll save it till after the break, I guess. Okay, all right. All right. We, usually, we usually tell our personal stories in, sure, in sure. the second half. <laughs> Well, you know, you're you're fully ensconced in, in family life in suburbia, much like the vision yeah. again. So yeah, know, just... yeah, the Grim Reaper stopped over, <laughs> and uh, my wife killed him. It was <laughs> so bizarre. Spoiler <laughs> is so. What you're saying is that uh, Edna is actually she's a robot I built okay, along with the kids yeah, yeah, and the yeah. wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, boy, this is a really good comic. Yeah, yeah, seriously, uh, it's, um, like, like Silver Surfer and Squirrel Girl were the only two other Marvel comics that I've enjoyed in the last few years, but even those, like, um, they're, like, like, I, I like those books a lot, mm-hmm. but they kind of remind me of, the first time I noticed this was with Milk and Cheese, I love Milk and Cheese, but every issue is pretty much the same. Right. Um, same thing with Squirrel Girl, like, I, I know exactly what I'm going to get every time I pick up an issue of Squirrel Girl, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but this was more like just kind of like something that floored me, like as a complete story. Finite stories are good. Yeah. I mean, you know, true stories have endings, and, and this one has an ending. Yeah. And and, and repercussions. And Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and even though it's, you know... Based around a character who is part of a multi-billion-dollar, you know, movie franchise, and you know that uh, he's always just going to return to the status quo at some point. Yeah, uh, it still ends with like things are not going well. Yeah, I yeah. I will say though, if I had to say one negative thing about this book, it does. There was a point in the book towards the end where I felt like they were trying to bring him back to the status quo, and like. You know, the way it's, like, like everything is a little different, but it's done in such a way that it could have, it could have been way worse for that character, yeah. for the vision. Um, and I feel like maybe, maybe if he wasn't part of the Marvel movies cinematic universe, they would have let him do a little bit more with him. But he does kind of come back around to the status quo a little, a little more than I would have liked. Yeah, I think that's kind of what I was mentioning earlier was that, uh, like, yes, they, they do kind of reset it up so that he's basically got a clean slate by the end of the, the series. Right. But there's just that hint of it not being earned. Yeah. And, and just enough of that hint of just darkness to it right. at the end that it's just sort yeah. of like, oh, things are still not great. Yeah. And and like <clears throat> you said earlier too, everything is kind of cyclical like the way it's written, so you kind of got the impression that it was going to like kind of reset or whatever. But, right. So it did, yeah, 
like I don't feel cheated by it, but at the same time, I'm like I maybe would have liked it more if there would have been like a little more, uh, like uh, you know, like yeah, were, yeah, I get it, you know. Little more, I don't want to spoil it, but a little more repercussion for Vision. I understand. I understand it. Uh, you know, and, and yeah, there is that aspect of it where it's, you know, obviously there, there's not much that, you know, you can change about the character in the end. Right. Because you know, it's going to reset it if you do. Exactly. Uh, but, but I think, you know, for what he was able to do, I think he did it very well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, if this is the only comic starring the vision that anybody ever reads, like it's still going to be just a great, Oh yeah. Impactful story. Yeah. I don't <clears throat> like other than some Avengers comics from the eighties. I don't know if I've ever read a comic with the vision in it, Yeah, but I, yes, totally, totally was into it. Very, very good. Yeah. So, uh, the hype was real. Yeah. For once. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, I was very worried reading it that I was like, uh, like, you know, this thing has been talked about so much that, like, I'm ultimately just not gonna like this, but. Right. Nope. It's super, it super Totally good. lived up. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Please do yourself a favor. There's only two trades, uh, or there's like the hard, there's a hardcover. Yep. Um, that has all of that stuff that you mentioned earlier, all the extra stuff. So, yeah. Yep. Check it out in some form or another. Yeah. Digitally as well. Um, <clears throat> So that's with with this book and with uh, Mr. Miracle, uh, Tom King, you know, is doing you know superhero stories, but from like a human sort of angle uh, that that some people can do very well and some people struggle at it, uh, but but obviously he he does that incredibly well, um, except for Batman. <laughs> So I read the very first issue of his run on Batman, and and so where it's like, you know, with Vision and with Mister Miracle, it's about like these super powered characters, you know, who you know one of them is a god and one of them has the powers of a god, and and mm-hmm. they're very <clears throat> inhuman in in their their nature and their makeup. Uh, and, and both usually, you know, are featured in very fantastical, you know, out there tales, and he is able to take them and make them like these grounded human characters with, you know, having existential crises and, right. and, 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 you know, just struggling to, to survive and, and have families and, you know, live normal lives, etc. Uh, whereas Batman is like a human character who, who usually rises up to the level of, of superheroics and, right. you know, but like in the first issue, Batman like winds up like jumping on to a crashing jet engine and like literally steering it to safety, <laughs> like on top of it. And it is was it Superman? Batman. Batman. Oh, okay. That's uh, <clears throat> something kind of like Superman. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> so it was like almost the opposite of the vision and Mr. Miracle right. and huh. I did not enjoy it. Yeah. And, and just at that point just wrote it off and I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm, never gonna. I'm curious now though. Like if I see the first trade cheap because Batman's a character I love. Sure. And Tom King. Now I'm kind of in- interested in his work. So I'm, 
I might at least check it out. Yeah. See what it's like. Uh, I recently dug up my uh, issue of the uh, Batman Elmer Fudd crossover, so I should oh, probably yeah. try to read that for sure. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've heard, uh, again, you know, much great things about that one too. Right. So, uh, so yeah, I think I think I'm pretty much well on board the the Tom King train. You know, they should except, they should start calling him the King of Comics, like. Has there ever been? I don't a think there has. Like that? Yeah, that I mean seems so obvious. Tom right? the King, King, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the King. <clears throat> I mean, I guess you know, like Marvel was putting out those Dark Tower books, but Stephen King Stephen wasn't King, even really right, yeah. writing them. So Other than him, I can't think of it. Yeah so, yeah, so I don't think there's ever been another King in comics. Right. Yeah. So yeah, Tom yeah. the King, the King of Comics, yeah. Tom King. Yeah, I like it. I'm gonna write him and tell him. Hashtag your new moniker. <laughs> All right, so vision, go, 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 very, very go get it, very good, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's not a, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't don't expect like your Avengers action. No, no, it's, it's a little darker, a little, yeah. little more grounded, yep. slower paced story. Yep, yep, very but, much, but so. not in a negative way at all. Not a bit. All right then. Well, let's uh, let's take a break. And we'll be back uh, after this. You mail order 
Martin Ruffer, baby. Your skin is like vinyl, the perfect companion. You float in my new pool, deluxe and delightful. Inflatable dog, my role is to serve you. Disposable, darling, can't throw you away now. Immortal and life-size. My breath is inside you. I'll dress you up daily and keep you to death's side. Inflatable dog, lover ungrateful. I blew up your body But you blew my mind Welcome back to Gutter Trash. Hey, hey, hey. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, I guess I said I was going to tell a story. Yeah. This part, so. Um, so, okay, this was last week, maybe around this time of night, like 9 or 10 o'clock at night. Um, I was walking my dog, Edna. Sure. For, for the final time of the night. I have to try to walk her one last time before I go to bed. So... I w- uh, there's an alley that goes behind my house and it connects to the side streets. And so we walked, you know, like a block or two away and we were walking, uh, back down the alley towards my house. And I hear behind us, I hear like some footsteps and then they, they sound like they're, they're running, like approaching me. And I'm an optimistic guy. So I'm like, this person is jogging. So I'm going to, Move off to the side with my dog 
and let this jogger pass. Yeah. And so I like take the leash of Edna and like kind of pull her off to the side and like we you know we keep walking but there's plenty of room. Yeah. So I hear the footsteps like getting closer and closer and then all of a sudden they slow down right next to me and I like I look over and expecting like maybe it's somebody I know again. Right. Optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's not anyone I know, and it's this guy, and he is holding his camera, his his phone up, camera style, and he takes a picture of me as I'm looking right at him, like as I turn to see who he is, and I was like, "What are you? What are you doing?" And he was like, "He's like, got it," and I, I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Oh, you'll find out soon enough." And then he like starts to walk, turn, like turn to walk away, and I was like, "What is your problem, man?" <laughs> and he's like, "The you know he's probably like my age or a little older than me, probably like in his maybe mid forties." Yeah. And I was like, "What is your problem? What are you, you know, what are you doing?" And uh, and he's like, he's like, "Oh, you know, he's like this. You let this dog run loose all the time. He's like, it's always shitting in my yard, and you never clean up after it." And I was like, I was like, "Well, first of all." I always have my dog on a leash. And second of all, and I hold up a bag of shit in my hand, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I always pick up her shit. Here's an example of that. And I don't appreciate the accusation. And I, and I just turned around and started walking away. Huh. And, uh, and like, at this point, I'm like, right next to my house. I'm like, one house away from mine. So I walk over and I'm like, throwing the dog crap in the trash can, not in somebody's yard, like an asshole. Sure. And, uh, and so, then I look up and he's like walking towards me again. And he's like, Oh, is this, is this where you live? And then at this point, of course, I'm not going to be like, Yes, sir. This right, is where right. I live. Yes. Yeah. Now you know. <laughs> now I'm happy that you know. So I, I was just like, I just like stared at him, like, you know, not answering him, but I didn't want to like start walking towards my house either because right, yeah. that would answer him. So he was like, Oh, he's like, maybe, maybe I've got the wrong guy. Cause like, he's like the guy that, has the dog, he lives like down a ways from my house on the side street. He's like, Oh man. He's like, maybe, maybe it's not you. And I was like, no, it's not me. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> and he's like, Oh man. Okay. He's like, yeah. He's like, man, I'm really sorry because like this guy has a white dog and he lets it crap in my yard. And, and the first time he did it, I yelled at him. And then later that night, someone slashed my tires and I know it was him. It had to be him. He's like, and I've got cameras all around my house. He's like, I just need to. Watch those and see what the dog actually looks like. And I was like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, yeah, I reported it to the police and they, and I asked him, I was like, so if he comes back around, can I pull out my gun and make a citizen's arrest? But they told me no, that like you have to think your life's in danger to make a citizen's arrest, apparently. So. <laughs> So I want to. Well, uh, that's good to know. I want to go on record as saying thank you, Dayton Police, for that piece of information. Because if you hadn't imparted that on him that night, I would have been citizens arrested by a maniac with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thank you. Wow. And uh, but yeah, so he apologized again, and then uh, he like walked on back towards the alley, and so I walk on over to the house. Uh, and Liz is in the Florida room, you know, like the back porch, yeah. um, where you can see clearly where we're, where we're at talking. And she's like, Oh, were you talking to one of the neighbors? And I was like, Yes. <laughs> yes, I was. She thought we were just like, Hey, you know, nice weather. Cause right. she couldn't hear what was happening or anything. But 
<laughs> so that was one of my neighbors. We live in a great part of town. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he had one of those, like, all-over print lightning bolt t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, wow, I didn't know people still wore those. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, apparently also good to know that he has cameras all over his house, yeah, too. Yeah. That he doesn't use. Perfectly sane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could see if you... Like, if you had a problem like that, and then you viewed all the tapes, and you're like, well, I'm going to find the man that right. did this. And before I go on an insane phone <laughs> picture-taking conquest. <laughs> so then that leads me to wonder, has he just done that to every person he's seen walking a dog? <laughs> Probably. Uh, and, like, he even ex- he went on to explain to me, he's like, whoa, he's like, yeah, when they, I talked to the police, they said, if I took a picture of him... Uh, on my lawn, I could uh, have him trespassed. And in my mind, I'm like, I wasn't on your lawn. You were on my lawn. Should I have taken the picture? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so apparently, that's the thing now. You have to like, you can you can record yourself, uh, like video or whatever, like trespassing someone or, or like or pass the photo along to the police and and say, yeah. get this person away from me. So many times has this guy swung by to just say hi? Luckily, zero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if, uh, let's say you're out walking Edna one day and, uh, you, like, you see him, like, you know, outside his house, are you going to wave and say <laughs> hi? <laughs> if he's not looking, I'm going to be like, Edna, just shit on his lawn. Just shit right now. <laughs> I wish she could shit on command. She can't. I can. I'm you, a vegetarian. You got to train that dog. Yeah. I have been saying this for years. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know where exactly he lives, but, I'm, you know, cause we, we take like, there's like six different routes we take just to switch it up. Right. So I have never seen them either. So luckily <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> So if you ever hear, you know, footsteps approaching an alley, apparently not always a good thing. Yeah. yeah. I, Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, in my mind, I was like, there was like 0% of my brain that was like, oh, this could be a bad thing. There's footsteps approaching me in this dark alley. Like, that's how optimistic I am. I was like, oh, someone's getting some exercise. Yay. I'm going to miss you when you're murdered. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so how about you? uh, (laughs) Anything fun happening? Uh, (laughs) No, not really. Um, I, I saw a Star War. Oh yeah, yeah. The new one, the the new new one. Yeah, the solo movie, solo, a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. What did you think? It was alright. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty fun. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, not great, but definitely not the worst Star Wars I've ever watched. Right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> does it does it leave you hanging at all, or is it a pretty good? complete story. Yeah, it's a pretty good complete story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely sets it up for a sequel. They kind of yeah. always have to now. Yeah. yeah. Except for Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the sequel that came out 40 years ago. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, yeah, it's it's fun. I would I would I would watch Solo 2. Yeah. yeah. Whatever that would be. 
That was the guy that played him all right? Was yeah, he he's fine. Cool? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I like the one time I've seen him perform in a movie. I thought right. it was great. But, sure. But I didn't know how he would do his solo. Yeah, he's, he's fine. I mean, he's not really doing a Harrison Ford impression or anything like That's that. Good. So, so yeah. you know, I appreciate that. Yeah. You know? uh, Donald Glover as Lando is pretty fucking amazing, though. I'm definitely looking forward to the Lando movie when oh, yeah. that happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was good. Sweet. It was enjoyable. Except for the, the assholes who sat in front of me. What? Yeah. Assholes in a movie thing? I know, it's crazy. So they we've talk. learned, today we've learned <laughs> that people in a dark alley are sometimes bad and sometimes assholes go to the movies. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I hope you're writing this down, listener. <laughs> <laughs> These people talked through the entire movie. Yeah. yeah. The entire higher movie. It was like one of them hard of hearing and they were explaining things? Nope. Or, yeah. Nope, they were just chit-chatting. That's and, and constantly unfurling blankets. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you you went, you opted for the lawn seats? <laughs> was it cheaper? <laughs> so, like, I couldn't tell what the hell was happening, but, like, arms would, like, raise up. <laughs> And then something went unfurl. Yeah. And <laughs> like eventually I was like, fuck, they're just like unfurling blankets. Wow. Like readjusting constantly in between talking. Wow. Did you ever like shush them? Oh yeah. 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 They just didn't. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and it, it was dumb shit. Like, uh, yeah, I don't think this is much of a spoiler or anything like that, but, uh, you know, uh, the, the Woody Harrelson character is, is talking to, to Han and saying, you know, hey, if you get a chance, you know, you know, meet me out on Tatooine. There's a gangster out there who's, you know, putting together a job, oh. you know, and I could hear them say, it's Jabba. They're talking about Jabba. <laughs> <laughs> that would awesome of the Woody Harrelson character, I'm like, I work at a bar called Cheers. You should <laughs> pop in, I'll buy a drink on Tatooine. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it's enjoyable. It's cool. Yeah. I, I might go Sunday night. Um, we got the kids this weekend, and they want to see it. Um, but I'm also torn because a band I really like is playing at Blind Bob's here in Dayton on Sunday night, and it's not Naughty by Nature, Tone Look, or Young MC. <laughs> <laughs> because, strangely enough, this Saturday night, Naughty by Nature, Tone Loke, and Young MC are playing here in Dayton. Yes, they are. Or close to Dayton. Dayton adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, a band from Cincinnati called Lung that I absolutely love. Yeah. We've, I think we've played their music once on the show. Um, they, uh, they're playing at Blind Bob's. I'd love to see them, but. Yeah, well, you're a family member. I know, right? So, well, here's what, that's what I told Liz. I was like, she's like, oh, you could go and we'll do something with the kids. I was like, no, no, no. I was like, if they want to go see Han Solo, we're all going to fucking go see Han Solo. But if for some reason they're like, you know, sugar crashed and they just want to lay around and play video games, I might sneak out and go see Long. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Well, why don't you go see Han Solo during the day? Um, cause I'm working. I'm working during the day. I'm oh working. yeah, that's yeah. right. There's a, there's a thing happening. Yeah. Yeah. Comic convention. Yeah. It's a, it's a rough life. Yeah. 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 Working on Sundays every once in a while. <laughs> but yeah, either way, I think it'll be a, a cool night. So. But, but the reason I, I mean, I've seen them play a couple times, but 
um, I did a piece of artwork for them and, um, I talked to the guy recently that bought the artwork for them and he said he hasn't given it to him yet because he was waiting until they played in Dayton and they hadn't played yet. It's cause they, like they were on a tour, right. they were in Canada and all over. So, um, he's going to give it to him this weekend. So I was like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to, you know, be at the show. I'm like, hey, I, I did that artwork. I hope you like it. You know, see what, see how that goes. Yeah. But, yeah. Plus, they're awesome live. So. Take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but otherwise, Han Solo. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got. Not much else going on, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm also doing a convention this weekend. Ah. Uh, so, so. Temporary, in the past temporary the, convention? Huh? A temporary convention? Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love those little temporary bowl-shaped keychains that oh, you sell. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, maybe it's juvenile, I don't know, but I just, I really like making the burp sound. Yeah. yeah. It's great. <laughs> I think that's, they said 87% of the people that get into, Tupperware sales love the burp sound. Yeah. There's other 13% can just go fuck themselves. Yep. We know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, otherwise, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm not going to talk about therapy or anything like that, but, but that's been happening. But, but your convention, what, what it, oh, uh, yeah. At one point in time, <laughs> I'm going to remember what the hell it's actually called. <laughs> It's not actually a Tupperware. <coughs> it is not. Uh, it's a comic convention. See, I'm doing the Jim and Dan's Comics Convention yes. at Wright State Sunday, but the Saturday. Saturday, I will be at the Hamilton Record and Comic Expo at the uh, Butler County Fairgrounds. So they're doing a theatrical performance of Hamilton, yes. and they're going to sell records and comics. Yep. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Something for everyone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but I'll be there with, uh, with my pal, uh, Bruce Hughes and, and, uh, mutual pal Mike Adams. Right. Uh, Sweet. Know, sell, sell, uh, attempting to sell crap. Right. Yeah, don't get overzealous. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I, I have suggested that the three of us, uh, drop a demo. Yeah. Uh, that way, you know, we at least have one of everything. That's, uh, <laughs> I think that's great. <laughs> and like I suggested, you could also drop one off to Naughty by Nature that night. Exactly. And yeah. I can, if you make an extra copy, I'll try to give one to Lung. All right. Or at least leave one on the seat at Han Solo. Who knows? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, could be cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess someone's breaking into your house, so, well, yeah. so we should probably go take a picture of them. Sure. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess before we do that, I should probably uh, pick a comic for us to read. Sure. Um. So, uh, uh, I I'm uh, not going to suggest that we read the entire series, <laughs> even though we. Probably could. Mm. I think it's only thirteen issues. Oh, okay. Uh, but but uh, for sure, I would like us to read uh, the very first volume of God Hates Astronauts. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> sure. Why not? Okay. Yeah. Do, do you have uh, issues? I don't own any of the issues, no. <laughs> um, Maybe I'm confusing it. Is that the one drawn by Charlie Adler? No. Oh, okay. What did he draw? He drew an astronaut book, didn't he? Astronauts in Trouble? Did he draw that? Yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, I was even going to agree to that. So, yeah, so yeah. okay. So sure, yeah. I'm even more excited <laughs> now, which is a little. <laughs> I honestly do not understand the Charlie Adler day. I just not a, not a fan. That's yeah. okay. I've I've probably seen worst art out there, but it's honestly my least favorite comic art. Like there might be worse. But there's none that I like less. Uh, I mean, I'm sure at this point, though, he's got to be one of the richest comic artists working, right? He's, yeah, he's got to be doing all right. Yeah. Uh, but apparently money doesn't buy, uh, I won't say talent because obviously he's got talent, but. And skill. It doesn't buy what I like about comic art. Yeah. Which is weird because. Okay. <laughs> Like, like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, he's by far not my favorite comic artist. Like, right. like, but, but I don't think he's bad at all. I think it's one of those things where, like, not only has he never drawn anything that I, that I thought looked cool, but he's drawn many things that I thought looked wrong. Like, if I would have drawn them, and I'm not, like, like, I don't have, like, the ego that says, like, I'm in the top 1,000 best comic artists. But I've seen a lot of things that he's drawn that are like, ooh, I would have erased that. I would have redone that. <laughs> and like, I guess part of me is, is annoyed that, uh, someone with deficiencies that are that glaring are, are that heralded in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'll say about Charlie uh, Ender. Alright. I, I just, uh, can definitely think of, of worse comic artists than him. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, I, I have no problem with him whatsoever. Well, I'm glad he, he's made a success. I mean, yes. hopefully that I, I pays believe, for his family's college or whatever. I, I believe he is the comics laureate of, uh, of England. Oh, Jesus. Of England? Yes. He's English too? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, this is, uh, God Hates Astronauts by Ryan Brown is the, the oh, illustrator. Okay. So. okay, cool. So. Sweet. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Alright. Uh, so the first trade is like six issues or whatever? Uh, three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. And then, I think all together there's only like 13 issues, but. Huh. Yeah. But, but, yeah, we can just stick with the first yeah, one. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. God hates astronauts yep. almost as much as Jason hates Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> Coming to you next time on Gutter Trash. <laughs> uh, goodbye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.